It's Turtleneck Tuesday. I hope you brought your turtleneck. Welcome to Idiots on the Mic. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Liam, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Will and Sam. Say hello, friends. What's up, party people? Go Cowboys! This is Idiots on the Mic, where we discuss all things Cowboys, why they're the best team, why Dak Prescott's the best QB to ever walk the earth, and why Zeke is a beast, and that's what we do on this show, so let's keep it going. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know about that one, Chief. Um, I will only give praise to Ski Lamb. But He's welcome in to the Idiots on the Mic show. Hope you guys are ready for some sweet NFL action. We got some big news coming at you today. We got the betting breakdown. We're gonna review what has happened so far in the NFL season and what might be a trend that you can latch on to going forward. Uh, We'll review our matchups and then uh, or we'll review our record on the matchups and then we'll get into week six, which should have some interesting breakdowns for you. So whew, a lot of stuff on the docket today, boys. A lot of stuff on the docket. A lot of fun. It's, a lot of fun. It's going to be a blast. So we will jump right into the news. Uh, the big news, obviously, is John Gruden. Uh resigned yesterday uh, as the coach of the Raiders. Uh, and the reason being is he said some extremely terrible things uh, and was just generally seeming to be an ass um, pretty consistently. Uh, and those emails just got leaked. Uh, it's just another case of um, a boys club kind of going on at the top of the NFL. Uh, emails that went out to to former president of the Washington football team, Brandon Allen, uh, with some very homophobic, uh, sexist, and racist comments and slurs. Uh, It's just, um, it was terrible. This podcast now disallows John Gruden. We are not a John Gruden podcast. But do not let that distract you from the fact that Dan Schneider is still a piece of shit. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Uh, And... uh, don't worry, the, the Washington football team, they have a damn good culture. Totally. Um, EA says so, too. Yeah. It, it's just it's just terrible. Uh, the, the quicker that we can get that kind of shit out of the league, the, the better the league is going to be. So I will, I will give John Gruden the smallest amount of respect. He resigned uh, himself instead of trying to stick it out. So True, um, true taken on the chin and and he deserves to lose his job he deserves to uh face some punishment for his not coach again hopefully (laughs) he learns uh his lesson so all right so next up we have a much more positive news cmc likely to return this week he was almost going to play in week five uh but they held him out uh on sunday so make sure which is a lot sooner than i thought it would be I thought he was going to be out three or four weeks. Yeah, I, uh, I, I expected him to return this week. They didn't put him on IR, so they expected him I, back this week too. Well, I, I, I didn't expect him to be as close as he was to play last week. I, that it was really seemed like he was about to suit up. Yeah, I thought it was going to be two weeks, and then he was going to be like looking to come back on the third, but it was almost he was out for a week. So yeah. hopefully he can stay healthy. Uh, it's kind of big been his issue over the last uh, year and a half. So. Um, Hopefully the CMC owners also got Chuba Hubbard. So just in case. Speaking of top tier running backs out with injury, next up we have Saquon Barkley out with an ankle that's twice the size that it should be. Um, I don't know if you guys got to see the the view that they showed oh, of his ankle, but I never want to know. It Mm-mm. looked like there was just a baseball on the side of his ankle. It was disgusting. As a snake eating a baseball. It really was. Uh, so he'll be out. Uh, most likely he's going to land on IR because he's going to be out four to six weeks with that ankle injury, uh, assuming that there is no uh, major structural Ligament damage. damage. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Daniel Jones also out with a concussion. Uh, he'll need to clear the concussion protocols in order to make it back. Uh, otherwise, it's going to be Mike Glennon time. That was a scary sight, Daniel Jones' injury. I didn't like seeing him wobble off the field like that. Yeah, it's it's very scary to see those kind of hits. I hope he's okay. Uh, but, yeah. man, the league concussion protocol this year has seemed like a joke. Uh, yeah, true. Devontae Adams, after taking that nasty hit in, I think, week three, just was back in within, like, the next series. It was <laughs> – I, I was unbelievable. So, um Teddy B's flying through his concussion protocol. Got to play this week. So I wonder how long he's truly going to be out. Uh, if I had to project it as what I want him to be out for, for his own health and safety, I would say it's got to be at least two to three weeks. But yep, uh, concussion protocol might have him coming out soon. We'll so. get to see a Mike Glennon play a little bit. Yeah, maybe yeah, he can. Mike Glennon versus Geno Smith. Who can have the most passing yards from the 20th? Geno Smith. Class? I will take Geno Smith on that bet too. Mike All day. Does, does Smith look good. looked good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, Russell Wilson had a pretty nasty uh, injury last Thursday night. Um, that yeah. was a pretty gross injury to watch. His finger so, was crooked. A uh, dislocated finger, ligament damage. Out of uh, minimum probably of needs surgery. Weeks. Yeah, out of minimum of four weeks, potentially uh, eight to 12. Uh, I think, yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to lean on the higher of that one in my prediction. Yeah, so uh, he's a tough guy, and he – Tried to go back in, but they just wouldn't let him. Uh, Geno Smith uh, looked good. I noticed that we are missing this piece of news. Lions fans, I know you don't think it could get worse, but now Frank Ragnow is on season-ending IR. Oh, no. Let's just take a second for Lions fans everywhere. Yeah. Really should. They're just they're having a rough year. F, man. Their coach is crying in press conferences. They're just they're not you know, doing good. You know what? I still think Dan Campbell's a better coach than uh matt patricia and from what i've seen this season i actually think that there's hope for Lions me too fans. um you know that's the problem i mean not they're not really problem. getting blown out that's their problem is they're, they're they, competing yeah, yeah that's what yeah I, it's I a like, close game and they lose i like dan campbell as a coach i think that they're competing well and uh if they continue this pace they'll have a, a top 10 top five potentially pick and mm -hmm. uh Hopefully then next year with a little bit of rebuild, uh, some young stars finally get a wide receiver maybe. Um, they'll be able to make a, a move. So Kenny Galladay out with a knee injury. Uh, hyperextension on the knee. Didn't seem like there was any super serious structural damage. This one might be more of a pain tolerance situation. So should be week to week. Uh, and we'll need close monitoring. Uh, In terms of fantasy, though, I mean, with Mike Glennon under center, I'm not too thrilled to put Kenny Galladay in my lineup either way. I think you're benching him for at least this upcoming week. And uh, Even if he goes, I think you're still correct. benching him. Correct. Uh, I mean, I haven't really seen much of Galladay this season. Has he done really anything? No. Mm, no. He's had, I think, a couple yeah. of good games, but that's it's been very hot, hot and cold. Um, and then CEH, speaking of hot and cold, CEH out with an MCL injury, uh, lands on IR today, uh, and will be out for a minimum of three weeks, probably closer to the five week, um, span. So top waiver wire pickups today, based off of this, are going to be, uh, Devonta Booker for the New York Giants, Saquon's potential replacement actually scored quite a lot, uh, last game. He dropped about 20 points. Yeah. yeah. And then Daryl Williams uh, from the Kansas City Chiefs should be probably taking over should the majority of the role. Jarek McKinnon, also worth a waiver wire add, uh, as he'll be taking over more of the passing work. So not too excited about either of the Chiefs running backs, but certainly am excited about uh, Devonta Booker, who has shown that he can handle the workload in the past. So. Although this first matchup against the Rams is not, I don't think that's really a good starting game for him. Their uh, defense is pretty good. Yeah, there's certainly some question marks between Mike Glennon potentially being the starting quarterback and uh, this pretty tough matchup on paper, but the Rams have not been shutting down running backs like they have True. in the past. So 
still True. potential here for quite a quite a good fantasy game, especially if he gets the volume that I'm projecting him to get. So, all right, with that in our heads, let's move on here to the betting breakdown. Will, you want to take this away? This is yeah. Right up so, line. first, I'm going to ask you a question. You two questions. Who are the best five teams against the spread right now? Oh man, best five teams. Against Don't look it up. Just All think right. about it. I'm what do you got? It up. They're four the Bills. One, so the Bills. Yeah. Uh, first question: Is there any team that's five and zero against the spread? If I had to guess, no. it's like the Bills. No, the Bills lost week one. There is one team that is five and zero, and that is your Dallas Cowboys. Oh wow. yeah, that does make sense. Because hey, well, now we know one of the teams. Come on, Will. Okay, now go for your four. Now the other four are four and one. There you go. All right. So we got the boys. So the Cowboys, the Bills. Who else? I think, They're good teams. Yeah, I'll tell you I'm, that I'm, much. Yeah, well, thinking, here's the UR. I'm thinking the, the Bucks. Browns? The Bucks. No, they can't. Oh, I guess they could be. They're four and one. Ooh, no, no, they did not. Get, there was a close game against the Patriots, and they didn't cover against the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. That would have to be impossible to cover if the Cowboys are five and oh. Um, okay, so the Bucks are out. The Cardinals, duh. Uh, this yeah. is true. Because they're 5-0. and oh. well, mm-hmm. you can... That's not true, necessarily. Yeah, you, can, you can win and not cover. Yeah, but they were 5-0, and oh, and they won their games. They have been winning outright a lot, yeah. by a lot. So yeah. it, it's Cardinals. I mean, they didn't go to OT and won. But... Cardinals, um, we got the... Uh, the Chargers and the Browns, I think, are two good contenders here. The Browns are not. Okay, so the Chargers, uh-huh. I think, are is a Chargers good are. Yeah. So we got the, so the Bills, the Bills, the Brown, or the Chargers and the Cardinals. We need the fifth team here. All right. Uh, Ooh. Is it? No, I'll give you one. one. I'll give you one hint. They got blown out, and the only time they did Packers. not cover the spread. Packers. There you go. That was my. I was looking at the list of there you uh, go. teams. And that was, really, the Packers, those five. They were minus three against the Bengals, and they won by three. Oh my God, they were. <laughs> that's brutal. Out of those five, who are your um? Who's your biggest surprise? That's up there. The Cowboys. The Cardinals. I would say the Cardinals for me. Yeah, I, I I thought the Cowboys. And Keeping the Cardinals, in account the Cowboys, the Cardinals are five and zero, oh, not just four and one against the spread. I mean, they're yeah. a good team. Well, I I I I anticipated that the Cowboys and the Cardinals would both be good teams this year. I thought they were going to be like teams that would put away bad teams and then compete with some of the top tier teams. However, what they've done is they've put away bad teams and then mm-hmm. also compete and win against good teams um you know the chargers are a good team the bucks were a good team the rams are a good team the titans are a good team uh are the titans a good team i think they they lead the afc south i think but are are they that defense is it's suspect not that good but yeah fully healthy the the Titans are a good team, and, and but they do have a semi truck that they hand the ball off to, so that helps. Yeah, I was gonna say, as a as a Derrick Henry owner, shouldn't you be all in for the? Oh, I am. And then he just got the socks off the Titans. A too. player can be good, and the team can be bad. I mean, we all know that. Whoa! But whoa, whoa. I don't think the team's bad. I just I think that that defense is worrisome. Yeah, it is. It um, is. we're gonna go now. The worst five teams against the spread. There is no zero and five. Oh, and five. All right. We have the Jaguars at one. Okay. Um, That's brutal. The Steelers at two. The Steelers are not a team on this. No, no, no they're not. Bottom not. five. That's a great guess, right. though, Sam. Right. Oh, the Chiefs. The, the Chiefs are obviously. The Chiefs are obviously <laughs> on there. Yep. So Jaguars, Chiefs, the uh, Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are bad against this. The Dolphins are not the worst. They're not in the top, bottom five. Not in the bottom five. Right. What's, the, the, what's the worst? What's the worst record in the bottom five? One, one and four. They're all one and four. Okay, they're all one and four. Yeah. Houston um, in there? Nope. Houston. That's one thing. Since you said that, I'll highlight on that. They're three and two against the spread. 
I like them against almost any spread. Not going to lie. I don't. They cover. I, I, Carefully and crazily, but they cover. Washington football team, to me, screams bad against the spread. They've had a rough Bad against the spread? Yep. Year. Yeah, yep. Washington football team. Um, the other thing, uh, Seahawks, for sure, are not. Nope. What? How? They've gotten creamed right lately. Um, no. Games that they were projected to win. Um, the other team is the Falcons. Nope. No, because they covered this week. And they definitely covered against the Washington. Seattle's two and three, so they're just just outside of it. Yeah, I think Seattle got the lucky Colts? that we won. The Colts are three and two, surprisingly. Wow. They're another team that's covering a lot. Yeah, the Colts would be good. Um, I'll take the Bears. The Bears are three and two. Okay, never mind. The Bears are three and two in the record. Well, they're probably not favored most games. We are really bad at guessing. The teams. Jets. And the San Francisco 49ers are the two other worst Ooh, against the spread teams. The oh, I didn't hear you. Teams that I like against the spread. I like Carolina against the spreads. I like Miami and I like Pittsburgh against spreads. So I think those are teams that aren't going to be favored. And the Giants. Although with these injuries, that all changes. All right, I'm going to take the Bills to cover just about every spread. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know until about that. Like tw- and until they're 20-point favorites, they are going to cover most spreads. They're scoring over 30 points a game, and they're allowing less than 12. Their defense is very good compared to what it has been in the past. Not that it's been bad, but it's just playing exceptionally I mean, well. They're the top defense in the NFL right now. Yeah. Okay, biggest surprise this year, just in terms of a team that you did not expect to be as good as they are, obviously. I mean, that was different when, you know, Denver was 3-0. and You could be like, oh, that's a surprise. But now they're kind of, eh. My big surprise is the Chargers. I thought they were going to take a step back this year, and they've proved me wrong. Interesting. Yeah, that's true. Um, my biggest surprise this year, oh, man, that's tough. Um, hmm. I'll cheat and say the Cowboys. I thought they were not I, – I thought they were going to be decent and good. I didn't think they were going to be, you know, covering against the Super Bowl champions and playing as well as they are. Yeah. My biggest surprise this year is probably the Chiefs of the Seahawks. Um, yeah. I really thought that the Seahawks were going to be a better team. You know, they've always had their struggles, but they usually won, right? They yeah. Usually, it wasn't pretty, but they, they got it done. They have not. Uh, they've looked bad. Uh, struggling a lot. Russell Wilson has not looked great. Um so that's probably the biggest one for me. Uh, but the Chiefs, too. The Chiefs have struggled on defense miserably, which I kind of expected. But then the offense hasn't been mm-hmm. – it hasn't been the highly efficient offense that it's been in past years. Patrick Mahomes has, I think, uh, almost double-digit picks at this point in the season, and, and that's just – Yeah, the turnovers on that team are – their turnover margin is crazy high. Yeah, and it's brutal. You know, CEH dropping a fumble, Daryl Williams dropped a fumble. So they, they have to have at least seven or eight, maybe even ten turnovers. Patrick um, Mahomes has like six picks and a fumble already at least. I think seven. two fumbles. Yeah. Two so, fumbles, so he's an yeah. eight alone. Yeah, so it, it's been it's been hard to watch for, for Chiefs fans, I'm sure. Uh shout out Colin. Um <laughs> but yeah. it's it's you know, the, that's those two teams both are highly efficient offenses that just haven't been efficient this year. Um, and I think we're seeing what happens when those offenses fall apart. It, it's you lose games. So next question. Yeah. A team that currently has a winning record that you do not think will finish the season with a winning record. Oh. It's early, so there'll be a few of them. Uh, let's go Broncos. Let's go Raiders. Uh, I think the Raiders will finish with a winning record. I don't know. I bet they're nine and eight. No, I I don't because not only are they struggling right now, but also uh, they just lost their head coach. Um, yes, but th- maybe he was a poison. You never know. All right, here something to be said for that. Any NFC East team with a winning record, so only the Cowboys. Uh, an NFC. No, the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> any AFC South team with a winning record, so also the Titans. I think those are the two, those are two teams that have a winning record that will finish with a losing record. The Titans? 
I don't think any team. Look at their division. Up. Look who look who they're gonna play. Hey, you can win every game in your division and still have a losing record. Shout out the Washington football team. <laughs> um, I think the, I think it's very possible that the Titans go. It's even eight, more possible nine. now because of the added games game. outside the division. Give so. me your boldest record prediction. I think the Chiefs finish below five hundred. Ooh. My boldest Bengals win the AFC North. My okay. boldest record prediction. I think they finish with Yeah, actually I like wins. that. I think they're eleven and six. I'm no twelve wins. They're three Ooh. and two right now. So yeah, you gotta have twelve wins to win that division. Really? I guess so, yeah. That's true. No so way. who misses the playoffs out of the Ravens Cleveland or do they both make it? I I think they both make it if because I don't think AFC West is going to have two if, if the Chiefs don't step it up. The, the AFC East definitely isn't. The AFC South isn't. Yeah, it's wait, true. Isn't it, wait, isn't it 17 playoffs anyways? It is. So, yeah, they can get in. It would just be if the Raiders or the Broncos and the Chiefs both made a push. So maybe the Chiefs could do it. I don't know. The Patriots are kind of a little on the fence. They could, I could see them kind of hanging around for that last spot. I like the Chiefs' chances to turn it around better than I like the Patriots to win ten, okay. nine games. I think that's what you need to do. Liam, record uh, prediction? Record prediction here is... Bold. Super bold. Get bold with it. Yeah, I picked the Bengals to win the AFC North. You gotta be bold. Okay, fine. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Bears to win the NFC North. Alright, I like that. Because the mm. Packers have looked vulnerable, right? Um, they have no Jair, no Jair, no Jair Alexander. Alexander. Potentially uh, their O line has been just banged up uh, and potentially, you know, hurt long term too. Uh, their defense has looked miserable, um, and, and the Bears just had a pretty solid game against what was up to that point a Raiders team that looked pretty good. Um, they're not going to be a high flying offense, the Bears. Uh, but they're going to be a, a down and dirty in your face defense uh, with uh, what looks to be a semi functioning offense. Now that Matt Nagy has given up play calling. So I could see uh, a future where Aaron Rodgers struggles. There are running game struggles uh, on the, on the Packers side of the ball. The defense can't stop anybody and you get tight games in a tough division where the Vikings look decent, the Lions have looked, you know, better than good. we thought. I, I like that. They are I like, the best 0 5 team. Yeah. I like that pick better if David Montgomery was healthy. Yeah. Damian Williams and Khalil Herbert looked good so far, but that's definitely yeah. a, a good point. Um, you know, I actually want to make one more bold uh, prediction. As this, well. this, this weekend against the Packers will be a good tell about that division for yeah. you guys. It will. It will. My uh, second bold prediction, I think the Cardinals go for the first 17-0 season. That's wow. not going to happen. I mean, do the Cardinals play the Bucs or the Bills? That's that's my question. I'm going to look. Sure they do. Because if they do, uh, I think your chances sig- drastic go down. Uh, they play the Rams. Kurt Angle. They, play, they do not the play the Bucks or the Bills. Yeah, they don't play either of them. They've okay. already beat the Rams. So I think that that's plausible. It's possible. No. Yeah, they have, yeah. It won't be. It won't be easy. They got the they got the Packers and the Browns coming up. I was gonna say the, if, yeah. if they play the Browns or the they, Chargers, that's another two teams. They that got could take the Browns, uh, Texans, Packers. They don't play the Chargers. Team. Yeah, they have a pretty easy they, they easy do. schedule actually. And, and yeah, they were like third, they were like like a third or fourth place schedule. So wow. So I mean, I think I'm calling upset. Good. They lose to the Lions. Oh no! I, you know, if any team week does 15. it, it'll be, the Lions, it'll be the Lions who do it. It'll be the Lions' first win, week fifteen. And oh, you know gosh. what? Because they won, they will get the second overall pick because Jacksonville will still <laughs> be winless. Oh no! Oh, no! Oh no! I'm sorry, Jacksonville. Hey man, Jacksonville. I'm really not sorry. Get a better team. Yeah. Get a, get a better <laughs> your head team. coach. Your team's been bad for a long time. And your head, head co- and your head coach is a creep. Figure it out, guys. They are. He knows the tight ends. Cool. Gross. It's a gross, gross. That's all I gotta say. Well, that's about all I had for my uh my segment here. All right. Well, thank you for that. That I was a betting it. breakdown. 
Uh, I think that was uh, I think that was good. That's I think something to look out for though is is those five teams that we mentioned. Uh, we really need to keep an eye out for those teams the rest of the season. Their lines will be different, and I think that if for the first couple weeks following this, the Vegas will be slow to keep up, and you could probably make some good money on that. Uh, I for one, I'm taking the Bills to cover until until it's a tough. Like I said, 20 points is what is what it'll take for me to not pick them to cover. 20 points? 20 point spread. Dear God. I think they will cover until then. My God. Okay. I think Sam's nuts, but okay. I mean, we knew that, though. Yeah, true. This is no surprise. Yeah. We, I pick we... a team to tie every week. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. All right. So... Uh, just a quick review from last week's matchups because we got to get, get in the time here. We've got a shorter episode today. Um, Sam's underdog pick of the Bengals was close. They they really yeah, did Evan try. Yeah, McPherson, you, you thought you had it, and I thought you had it too. I was cheering for you the whole game. Yeah, it was brutal, brutal. Um, Sam uh, and I both shared the fact that we missed out on close games. Uh, I picked the Colts to be my underdog pick of the week, Ooh. which was also a very close game. Uh, and it was really hard for me to watch because fantasy-wise, I really needed Lamar and the Ravens' defense to do poorly. But, of course, Will just dropped, you know, 80 points between two players. Thanks, Lamar of course. and Derrick Henry. Um, Anytime. So, pretty pretty tough. Uh, the Pittsburgh versus Denver tie of the week was not close for Sam, though. Uh, and, of course, Will was not there. Uh, I was right on my upset pick of the week. I don't know what it was, but just trust me. Just go and put it down well, as I was I, right. I, wait, hold on. I marked down which one you would have picked, I'm pretty sure. Uh, however, it was one that everyone picked to be favored. It was actually an underdog. <laughs> uh, Hank, <laughs> Hank did call the Seahawks as his upset of the pick of the week, uh, which, of course, was also incorrect. It would have been Bills, uh, Sam. Yeah. You think you would have, you have picked the Bills? Yeah. The Bills against the Chiefs? Yeah. Yep. I had the Bills winning that game. It was not my upset pick of the week, though, because it was a smaller spread than the Ravens plus seven, or the Ravens minus seven. So, jumping into the matchups here, we have our very first game with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Philadelphia Eagles. This will be an interesting matchup. Uh, I, for one, project the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to just blow the Eagles out of the water. However, the Eagles did have a pretty nice comeback win this past week. They did. So, Jalen Hurts turned it around after a really poor first half. Yeah, it was tough. So I am going to pick the Buccaneers to win, uh, and then I'm also going to project that the Buccaneers are going to be nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, and the over-under here is going to be pretty high. I'm going to go... 48 and a half. Sam, what I'm picking 53 and a half for the over under and bucks by 11. You the bucks favored by 11. Wow. Yeah. So the bucks are only seven point favorites. Wow. Wow. And that over under is 52 and a half. And I don't know if I said this, I have the bucks to win and cover. I, I don't think this game will be that close. Yeah. This is going to be a slaughter. This will be a slaughter. All right. I am. I, it does kind of scream, you know, last year when the Bucks lost to the Bears on Thursday night. Kind of seems like maybe something like that. But no, it's okay. um, I, um, I think they'll, they'll blow them out. Tom Brady has learned to count. It's Tom, not yeah, I was going to say, Tom, Tom Brady's been practicing counting to four for the last year and a half. So, <laughs> um, Thank God. Yeah, he's been he, he's actually got that down now. So did you help him with that? Yeah, actually, he invited me to tutor him. It was very kind. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was really cool. He's he eats a lot of avocados. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird fetish he has. All right. He doesn't chew him either. <laughs> <laughs> just swallows entire avocados. Doesn't even deep hit them. <laughs> just just skins them and then it just adds down the extra the flavor. Yeah. Inhales them. Yeah. No. All right. It gets some extra Anyways. fiber. Um, Miami <laughs> Dolphins at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I have the Dolphins winning this game because, you know, they're facing the Jaguars. Uh, and actually, I lied to you. I have the Jaguars winning this game. 
Uh, wow. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. <laughs> I, I have a sudden change of heart because this I is your think... upset pick of the week for no, sure. It's not. flip flop, flip 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 flop. It's, it's a flip flop pick of the week. Flip 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 flop flip pick of the week. Um, this this is gonna be a trap game for the Dolphins. They think it's gonna be a get right game. They're wrong. A trap game. They've got their backup quarterback in. Yeah, and that's part of why it's a trap game. They've looked bad. Uh, and Jacksonville has actually seen some close games recently. So uh, I will have uh, Miami favored by 4.5. And over-under on this game is probably going to be abysmal. I'm going to give it a 43.5. Right. Um, I don't think the Dolphins will win this game. But I don't think the Jacksonville Jaguars will win it either. This is my tie of the week. The tie of the week. If you need any more reason why I don't think either of these teams will win, Urban Meyer confidently said to the reporters to d- yesterday that he saw Carlos Hyde and trusted him to carry that ball on fourth down. And that's all I needed to hear to pick, make sure that the Jaguars do not win a game this year. Yeah. I feel bad for Trevor Lawrence. Like, I actually feel bad for the man. Yeah. He is a talented quarterback, and he has a napkin as a head coach. It's just not good. And you a wet napkin. You don't want to know why it's wet either. All right, give me the spread. All right. All right. I think uh, Miami's favored by one and a half. I think the over-under is 39 and a half. So I would like to put this. Uh, I have I have the Dolphins to win this. I think it's going to be really close. I think both teams are horrible. I don't really want to watch this game. It'll pop up on Red Actually, no, it won't pop up on Red Zone. It no. is in London. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, no. Oh, yeah, it is Jaguars. Oh, cool. I get to wake up to knowing the score, but I don't actually have to know what happened during the game. So that's perfect. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, I have, yeah, I have the Dolphins. The Dolphins are favored by three. And I would like to put this in the parlay of the week because the over is 47. What? Oh, that's I love the way. under. Slam yeah. the under. Slam the under. <laughs> I picked this to be a sub-40 game. I yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, this was sub-40. I, I, I like sub-40. the under. I think. There's going to be a lot of turnovers, and that's not to say that the defense are doing well. That's to say that the offenses are horrible. Yeah, by the way, uh, Roger Goodell sending the Jets and the Falcons and then the Miami Dolphins and the Jacksonville Jaguars to the U.K. should be considered a war crime, and the man should be arrested. It was a good game last week, I will say that. Yeah, but it's like it's a good game if you went to the local junior high and watched them play. Yeah. Like it was football was being played and the score was somewhat close, yeah. But it's just not good teams. Yeah, exactly. At least he picks two bad teams. Yeah, it's yeah. not a blowout. So it's not like it's like the Bucks the versus strings are in after the first. Yeah. Quarter. At least it's not like one stud team and one bad team. At least he puts it where it could be a game. Yeah, that's fair. All right, moving on down. We have the Houston Texans at the Indianapolis Colts. I am going to pick the Colts to win here. Uh, and I also am going to pick the Colts to be favored by three and a half points. Uh, and then I have this over under being pretty mediocre as well. So I'll go with uh, a 46.5. All right. Uh, I like the Colts a little more here. I think they are six point favorites because Houston's not a very good team. Uh, and I think the over under here is 48 and a half. I think there'll be at least some decent scoring. So, I think we want to put this in our uh, parlay of the week. I have the Colts. I think they're going to win. I do think it could be kind of close, though. Same. Um, the Colts are 10-point favorites. Oh, my God. 10-point favorites. I think there's a little knee-jerk here after. I uh, think Davis Mills can uh, can cover this. Mills Mafia for life. But 10-point favorites, the over-under is 43-and-a-half. So, that's pretty low, too. Wow, there's not trusting the Texans at all. Or the Colts. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that as a parlay of the week pick as well. Uh, minus 10, my God. Minus 10. That's ridiculous. I don't mind the over in this game either, but I think that minus 10 is a little more favorable. I actually, I would do both. I, I, would I don't mind. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind that. Put it both in. Yeah, that, that's that's a pretty low scoring game. I'm. I'm projected for 46. I think this is going to be a close game, and usually that means uh, some last-minute last, last minute scores. So You know what? I'm going to say this is Will's overtime pick of the week. Overtime? 
Oh, not a tie. No, that's such overtime. a lame pick. You gotta, you gotta call a tie. No overtime. I'm gonna say Will's overtime game-winning missed field goal or made field goal. No, no, go for the game-winning missed field goal. They kick a, they kick a field goal on the first possession of OT, and then the other team comes down and misses the field goal. Misses. Yes, that's that's whatever Will's whatever that is. All right, you know that's fine. I'll allow that. Will's no, Will's pick six in overtime to win the game. Boom, done. <laughs> Cash it. All right. Next up, we have the Bungles versus the Lions. The wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I would like to say we need to go back. We've not done any mascot battles yet. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not wasting. Sam, you get to pick two games. That we'll we will do the the mascot battle right, for this this next coming uh, this coming one coming up definite mascot battle candidate the one right now we just yeah the, no, the no, Bengals the and the Lions to, yeah Bengals Lions okay why would you waste it on Bengals Lions yeah the Lions winning that I'm sorry yeah what no, actually no the this Bengals is why we don't Bengals. do mascot battles the, the, the Bengals, Bengals the Bengals the, the Bengals, Bengals wins a Bengals is a chance I forgot but this, this is like two Bengals. normal animals you got to do something weird like we should have done dolphin versus jaguar. That's a battle I would like to see. I'll take the dolphin. It depends on... Do we say neutral ground? Yeah, fine. They're both in space. Go. <laughs> Time. Dolphin. I'm taking the dolphin. It can swim. Do they have appropriate headgear? Or... I mean, otherwise, neither of them win. What do you mean headgear? You do realize it's space. They would need to be in fully pressurized suits. You can't just wear yeah a appropriate headgear. That's a suit. Oh my god! All right, appropriate I'm, equipment. Bengals. The there Lions. it is. I'm taking the Bengals to win. Cincinnati's going to be pretty heavily favored. I'm going to go with minus six and a half. Uh, and um, I will. Seriously, looking at my line. I'll take the <laughs> over under at um, forty seven point five. Go ahead, Sammy. All right. Uh, I like. I mean, it's the Lions, so I'm picking the Bengals to win. Um, I also think they're six and a half point favorites here. Um, I'm gonna say over under forty nine and a half. Cool. Not a lot nice. of defense on these teams. I have the Bengals in this game, and I have to do. Wow, I had to double check this because I can't believe it's right. The Bengals, I have the Bengals in this game. The Bengals are three-point favorites. Honestly, it's not too surprising because the Lions have been competitive in every game. Yes. Except for the Bears. You know what? Give me the Lions. Oh, my. Uh, This is Will's upset pick of the week. Give me the Lions as the upset pick of the week. Oh, my God. It's happening. I I, Give me the Lions. What's the over-under? The over-under is 47.5. So... Yeah, we're about right on that one. Well, Liam nailed that one. Yeah. Uh, too bad I was double the spread. That's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, I actually don't mind the Lions pick here. Uh, they've been good. I think the Bengals pulled it I out. I mean, though. if Joe Burrow is still contused in the throat, I agree. That's I don't true. mind the Lions. Throat Give me the Lions all day. All right. I would make Fierce will hit like an 80-yarder to win. It doesn't matter. so sad. <laughs> All right, we got the Minnesota Vikings uh, at the Carolina Panthers here. Uh, this is going to be a pretty solid game, I would think. I really don't know who to pick here. Um, I would probably like to make this my tie of the week, but I won't because, you know, I'm spicy. I'll take the Panthers. Um, I think that the Vikings are going to be favored here by, like, 0.5. And then I'm going to take... Um, over under here is going to be 49.5. All Sam, right. You, uh, you know, I'm really not too sure who wins, but I think McCaffrey's playing, so I'm giving Carolina the edge here. I think they're home, so they're going to be favored two and a half points. And uh, I think you're looking at a 48 and a half over under. Uh, I have the same reasoning for my Panthers pick is I think with CMC back, I think they might be able to get a, back on track a little bit. And I'm not sold on the Vikings. I don't think they're all that good. but um, And I think the Panthers could have a bounce back game. The spread is Vikings minus one. 
Ooh. Wow. And the over-under is 46. You know, can I make this my upset pick of the week? I don't mind the over. Minus that. one. Get out of here. Minus one. I'm okay with it. I'll accept that, Sam. Good pick. Hey, good pick. <laughs> no, no, Way to, no, to use no. this to your advantage. None Great job, this. Sam. None of this. Yeah, nope, I, I love it. You, can I do it too, Sam? No. Damn it. All right, ladies and gents here, we have the Kansas City Chiefs at the Washington football team. In uh, what should be a pretty chalk game, I'm thinking. Uh, I have the Chiefs to win this. Uh, I also have KC favored. Um, and I'm going to go with KC is favored pretty heavily. Uh, I will take uh, KC minus seven. Uh, and the over-under here is going to be pretty high, 53.5. Say what do you got? Um... Uh, I think KC wins. I think they win by more than a full. I think the it's more than a full touchdown. It's eight and a half here, and uh, I think a little bit lower on the spread, fifty-one and a half. Um, the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs here. I think this is a bounce back game for them. I don't think the Washington football team is all that good. I think they'll finally be able to throw the ball at will again. And. They should probably throw it to Tyreek Hill instead of Will. No, a big Josh Gordon game, I'm predicting. Yeah, yeah. Big Josh you know, Gordon game. I like game. it. I like it. God dang it. That's all you had to say to Sam on your side. Five <laughs> catches, 500 yards, five touchdowns. Beautiful. The Chiefs are seven-point favorites. The overrunner is 55-and-a-half, so a little high, but um, I, I like the under in that game. 55-and-a-half like is pretty high. I like the under, and I like Washington to cover. Ooh. I do not like Washington in a cover. I don't like either one of them. Uh, I think this is a get-right game for the Chiefs. I don't think Washington's offense will be able to keep up. But I do think that this is a great game to start Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson. In case you were ever questioning it, they're going to have a good game. Chiefs have a bad defense. It's know true. that. I just, I don't know. Patrick Mahomes, he scares me when he said that last season he couldn't read a defense. And then he just can't read a defense this season. Hmm. Mm. Makes me a little nervous. It really, it really doesn't to me because he, he's proven that he can actually read a defense. For like not this years. season. No, he is not. He can't throw against cover two. That's why he's losing. Mm. So. He's still putting up a decent amount of points, though. Yeah, that's why he's. I mean, losing. they put up twenty points every game. <laughs> it's their defense is dog crap. Thirty, thirty, losing thirty point shootouts. What? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is awful. I, I, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. I didn't say it, that it's look, time to hit the panic button. The Chiefs. Oh, I hit the panic button. The Chiefs. They're not making the playoffs. The Chiefs just need to find somebody who can cover better than Daniel Sorensen, who, of course, couldn't cover a pot with a lid. Um, so and they need to utilize their weapons in Josh Gordon. Please, yeah. They've got the stop. best wide receiver in all of football, Josh Gordon. Please stop. <laughs> I, I... Yeah. I will end this podcast right here, right now. <laughs> all right. Remember, uh, Piper up... Gordon's this week. He got targeted. That's all I needed to see from him. We have and he caught it. The Chargers at the Ravens here next. Uh, I think that this is going to be a pretty good game. Uh, I'm going to pick the Chargers to win this one. Uh, I think Chargers are going to be favored by 1.5. And I will, of course, take the over-under to be... 52. Sam, lay it on me. What do you got? All right. I like the Chargers. I'm a little more confident. Yeah, I got them. I got them at three point favorites here. And if KC can get, what, what did you say, like a 55 over unders? I think the Chargers Ravens can get 54 and a half. Um, I'm, I'm going to go Ravens here. But I don't like it. The Ravens are favored by minus three, which I think is a little ridiculous. Um, but yeah, the Ravens are favored minus three. I think they can win this game. Um, they had a slow start um, last game, but I think they can get going again and maybe turn it around against a better team. Overrunner is 51. Okay. So about like expected, maybe a little low. I, uh, I like the Chargers to cover this game. My, yeah, I think that would be a good. Uh, 
be within a field goal. Parlay. I place. I say no bets on this game. This game could be. I, I agree. 120 point game. This game could be like two touchdowns total. I also think this game will be a blowout in one direction or the other. Ooh, ooh. Um, just for clarity, what was the spread on the KC game? It was KC minus seven. Exactly. Okay, good. All right. Yep. Um, next up, we have the Green Bay Packers at the Chicago Bears, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is where it gets spicy. Because oh, no. this is my upset pick of the oh, week, hey, we're baby. We're back. Let's go. <laughs> Bears never lost. Woohoo! Um, oh, my God. This is going to be Green Bay pretty heavily favored. Uh, I think it's going to be six and a half points. Uh, I definitely think the Bears cover. Uh, and then I also think that we're going to have a pretty high over under here. I'm going to put it at 48 and a half. I mean, it's oh my god! The, it's I hate this podcast. Right. All right, uh, I I got the Bears as my upset pick of the week here, but I think Green Bay favored by four, and uh, thinking a little bit lower than Liam here on the over under. I think forty six and a half. Okay, well, this show is clearly not biased at all. No. The the Bears are not going to win this game, guys. Let's be realistic here. Aaron Rodgers is going to do what Aaron Rodgers does, and he's going to win this game by at least a touchdown. They're favored by minus four and a half. The over-under is 44 and a half. Aaron Rodgers is going to win this game. I apologize. I know you guys are all hot and heavy on a two-game winning streak. It's it's just not going to happen. Bro, we beat the Lions and the Raiders. We can beat anybody. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that, that sentence right there confirms that the Packers are going to win this game. Uh, hey, we beat the and Bengals, half. and the Packers needed a miracle to win that game. It's true. Also, the Bengals need a miracle to stay alive in that game. But Yeah, I was going to say there was miracles everywhere. The kickers I mean, were just giving out prayers. McPherson missed the kick, then the Packers, then Crosby missed the kick. <laughs> Burrow threw a pick, and then Crosby missed the kick. And it was back and forth. Then McPherson missed the kick, and then, yeah. Nuts. Yeah, we just kept hoping for more missed kicks. I'm not going to lie. That's all I was cheering for. I didn't <laughs> care who won. I just wanted more kickers to miss. Um, did you say the over-under was 44 and a half? 44 and a half. I certainly like the over in this game, regardless of who I don't I mind the Bears over. Can't ah. Bears can't move the ball. No, Bears suck. Oh, dude, you're so wrong. Dude, we put up like the Bears are bad. They're bad at football. They have 20 points last week. Their offense is not good. The Raiders were a good defense. I promise you, this is going to be a high-scoring affair. The, the final score of this game... You're not getting me to put up any bets on this game either. The final score of this game is going to be 32-25 in one direction. I don't really know which one it is. Actually, I do know. It's going to be the Bears winning, but... Oh, see, that's... If you would have just said 32-25 to Packers, I would have said, let's put it on there. Let's do it. Put it on the parlay. But you think the Bears are going to win this game, so that means that you're mentally ill. They have so we're a not chance. Doing that. They're going to win. Every team has a chance. They have no Jair. They have no Bakhtiari. It's at home. The Bears are on a hot Is streak. Is Darius Smith playing? I don't know. Probably not. I don't mind the over. I don't mind it. I don't love it, but I, I don't mind, I mind it. The, I mind the over. This is, a divisional over. Game that, this is a divisional game, and you will not hit it. I'm God telling you that right it. now. All right. Under, under. All right. I already picked the Bears to win the division, so there's a lot of hot takes coming out of this podcast. I'm riding high, baby. Justin Fields looks good. All right. Anyways. He doesn't know. <laughs> he looks good. Uh, we have oh the Rams at the Giants uh, in what should be a shellacking here. Uh, I'm going to pick the Rams. Uh, I'm going to pick the Rams to be favored by 10.5 points. And then I'm also going to pick the over-under here to be – 49.5 only because New York Giants are just not going to score points. Uh, but the Rams will. The Rams will score a lot. So, uh, And it looks like here we have Sam picking his death of the week. Yeah, I do have Mike Lennon dying on the field this week. We, we are No, no, we are not. Strike that from the record. We're not. We are not at fault. Sam, Sam, oh my God! For legal, can't I, say that. We are, we are not at fault. It is all Aaron Donald's fault, and it is the Giants organization putting him out there. <laughs> you can't pick a death on the field. 
All right, you were able to bet on the the ring announcer dying in. The, I didn't. <laughs> you but I didn't. But my Wait, point, yes, you... that doesn't mean you should do it. <laughs> Wait, that was. A You're bet. able to do a lot of things that we should not do. <laughs> that was a possible bet. Uh, yeah, the announcer, uh, what yeah. Oh, yeah. What was it? It was the. Was it the, it was the uh, guy that. Uh, it was McGregor. It was uh, McGregor. McGregor. Mayweather. Yeah, Mayweather. It was the um, let's get ready to rumble guy. You could yeah. that he would die in, in the ring. As a it was like die that night, like he would die in some, which wow. just makes it that's, that's awful. just that's awful. horrible. Well, Sam just picked Mike Glenn to die. Okay, but that yeah. was like obviously not actually dying. He just gets hit a lot. Whereas that's <laughs> actually betting. I, I think Sam was, was predicting a death. I mean, maybe if Aaron Donald, like, hits him 95 times. Aaron Donald practices with knives. Maybe he just accidentally brings one on the field. Crap. Can you believe the ref flagged me for that? I'm going to prison. Shit. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I have the Rams minus 10.5 uh, over under 49.5. Sam is also just projecting <laughs> terrible, terrible. Damn, what the hell? It's just Yeah. You don't think the Rams will win by 15? No. I I don't think that's the I, betting line. I think I, they win by 14. I think it could Is that be. the betting line, Will? No, the betting line... Oh, wait. Can I say it? Go ahead, Sam. Yeah. I, I mean, my, I'm minus 15. I think it's a slaughter. and a I think it's line. over under 50. It, it, it's the betting line. It's not what Sam's delusional mind thinks. Thank it's you. not what this segment is called. Thank you. <laughs> it should be. Yeah, oh my god. Can you please open up a sports book? Please open yeah, up a sports book. Yeah, but you're not allowed Read to Read a book, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> okay, the Rams are 10.5 point favorites. Thank you. And the over-under is 47.5. Oh, that was close. Sam, uh, okay. I, this is, this this is, is just, sports bet. This is too stressful for me. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna project Will to have a heart attack on this podcast. Yeah, that's that's a good bet, safe bet. Uh, I think we all have the Rams though. That's pretty yeah. easy. Rams yeah. also, I think, will cover that. Can we parlay that money line? No, it's no, not worth that, it. Th- oh, sorry. Uh, here I go winning two cents. Uh, and wow, it increases so, your odds ever so slightly. So good. Wow. So glad we have that take. All right, and and then on the off chance that it doesn't hit, you get nothing. Okay. Yep. Exactly. Welcome to, I'm sorry to say this, people that may or may not have bet on Alabama this past weekend. Yeah. Like, it's just not a good bet it's to just make. It's not smart. You got to bet on the long shots. That's Everybody knows that. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Like, for instance, the fact that I'm picking the Cardinals, the 5-0 and team, obviously the long shot to beat the Browns, you know, the 3-2 and team. Uh, I do think that the Cardinals here are going to be favored. Um, it's probably going to be four. No, they're they're away, so I'm going to go with three point favorites. At least we'll be right. uh, I know I projected the Cardinals, my bold predictions, to be seventeen and zero at the end of the year, but uh, I am projecting that I say they lose. I'm picking the Browns here. Can't do that, man. That's illegal. yeah. I know. I know. I think um, the Browns win as well. All right, um, but I think Arizona's one point favorites going into this game, and you're going to see an over under of forty nine and a half. Did you know that the, the Cardinals... over under? Did you say one, Liam? I was just going to say, no. did you know that the the Cardinals are going to be the very first team to lose a game and still go seventeen zero? It's going to be yeah. yeah. What? I God, Sam. Sam, you're just terrible, inconsistent. <laughs> Also, I want to point out that two weeks ago I projected the Lions to beat the Bears, and here I am projecting the Bears yeah. to beat the Packers. And yeah, this isn't about what we, this isn't always about being consistent. This is about what we want to happen here. Okay, I have in Sam's delusional world, the Browns are forty-seven point favorites, and they're going to lose, but yet win and go eighteen and zero in the season. What the? F- <laughs> the Browns are three-point favorites, which is shocking to me. Over-under here is going to be uh, 50, by the way. The over-under is, is, is in fact, 50. Thank oh! you for taking that right out of my mouth. Oh, baby. <laughs> so we have, uh, what was it, Cleveland? Liam's over-under nail on the head hammer time of the week. Of the week. <laughs> and 
the Browns by three point favorites. I don't mind the Cardinals to cover in the parlay. Yeah, I like it. I don't mind it. I think that this game can be close enough to where it's unless it's a last minute touchdown by the Browns to win it. I I think the Cardinals can cover this. Yeah, I I, I like that. Sam, you have any thoughts on that? I I like that too. I don't think they cover. Okay. All right, next up we have the Dallas Cowboys at the New England Patriots. Uh, I have the Cowboys winning this game, uh, and I have the the Cowboys also um, going to be favored here. Uh, and it's going to be a pretty hefty favorite, five and a half. Uh, and the over-under here is going to be uh, a sweet 50. Sam, what do you got? I'm picking the Cowboys. I got Dallas favored by six and a half. And over under, I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. I think 47 and a half. I think the Cowboys are going to win this game. I think they're going to smoke them. And although this line kind of screams maybe the Bill Belichick effect here to maybe slow down the Cowboys offense. Um, the Cowboys are only four-point favorites, and the over/under is, in fact, fifty once again. Dude, I'm, huh. I'm goaded on the sticks. I, uh, uh, I like. I'm gonna take the under for sure. I don't mind the under, I, but I also would just stay away from that over/under. I, for one, I like Cowboys to cover though. I, I was about to say I'll take Dallas minus four any day of the week. Yep, especially on Sunday, at around four thirty. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we do CST here, Will. Yeah, come on. Uh, no, this podcast is in Eastern Time. Uh, I don't really think you know what this podcast is on, then, because it's clearly on Central Time. All right, next up, we have the Las Vegas Raiders at the Denver Broncos in what should be a terrible game that is very show-ish. Um, I'll watch it. I, for one, I picked the Broncos to win this. Uh, I think you're going to see some of the issues uh, internally that the Raiders are having. Uh, I will have Denver favored minus one. And I will have the over-under on this game very low at 41.5. Sam, what do you got? All right. All right. I'm picking the Broncos to win. I don't like either of these teams, though. Um, I think Denver's going to be three-point favorites. And no, I'm gonna say it. There's this is an under forty point game, thirty nine and a half. I I I don't like it. I I don't hate it like that much. for the parlay. I don't mind having this in there. The over under is forty five. Okay, a bit high. I don't mind the under there. Um, I think the Raiders are gonna win the game. Um, despite their head coaching issues currently. I think this could be a bounce back spot. I just don't think the Broncos are all that good. Could regret that. The Broncos could definitely win this game. They are three and a half point favorites. Whoa. So kind of high. Um, They're at home. Oh, yes. I forgot Sam's automatic plus two. It's, a, it's actually a team being plus at home. three. It is. It's a field goal. Oh, it's plus three. Default. It's not by default, Sam. Yeah, if two, if two even teams play, it's always minus three for the home team. That's just not true. We've I just, seen, that's just not we've true. We've seen lower lines than that's that. We've just seen not minus true. ones and minus 1.5s. Yeah, because they think that the other team is slightly better. I... Sam, this is not a thing. Yes, it, yes, it is. Look it up no, right now. it's not. Sam, read a book and make it a sports book. All right, next up we have Seattle Seahawks and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wait, one quick question for Sam for that. Sam, so the the Vikings Panthers, the Vikings are one point favorites at home. Yes, the Panthers are the better team, but they're not. No, they're you're not crazy. Good. Okay, continue, Liam. Uh, this guy, Vikings, I gotta get off this podcast. The Vikings, by the way, are one point road favorites. Actually, um, yeah. oh, are they road favorites? Yeah, Oops. which makes the Vikings Sam's better team, which is just which just wrong. goes against what he just said. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. you told me the line wrong. What do you? I mean? trapped him. I trapped him. It was a trap game. Trap play. <laughs> Try to play. All right, we got, got the em. Seattle Seahawks at the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I like this game to be an absolute shit show. I'm going to make this the tie of the week. No, I'm kidding. Uh, this is going to be Seahawks. I like um, Seahawks. 
I think the Seahawks win this game. I think Seattle is going to be favored by one and a half points. It's going to be a close game, uh, but I just think the Seahawks clutch it out in the end. Uh, Over-under on this game, probably going to be pretty low. I'm going to take 43.5. I don't think either offense is really that great. Uh, the defenses really aren't that great either, uh, but the offenses are just worse. So that's that's going to be my take on that. Sam, what do you got? Um, Give me Geno. I'm taking Geno Smith to lead the Seahawks to beat the Steelers. Hmm. Is it that crazy? I actually think the Seahawks are going to win this game. I don't think it's a – I mean, Geno's not bad. I would take Geno Smith over Big Ben any day. I hate that man. Yeah, that's yeah, man, I the, still, you know, I, He makes um, me upset. Yeah. He makes me upset. Um, the man is still said, an obese hippo. That being said, um, the Seahawks do not look good, and I think Pittsburgh is going to be favored. Um, I, they're favored by, like, two points maybe. Mm, I don't know, dude. They're at home. Maybe there should be this, minus three. Uh, maybe this is a blowout. Maybe this is a 15-point <laughs> blowout, honestly. It could be a 15-point spread because they're at home. Uh, it's true. They are. Uh, and... Give me 42 and a half. The over-under is, in fact, 42 and a half. And the Steelers are four and a half point favorites. I do not like that line. I think the Seahawks cover it. I think they also win outright. All right, let's do it. Parlay of the week, baby. Parlay it in. All right. And last but not least, our Monday night game, we have the Buffalo Bills at the Tennessee Titans, where obviously I'm taking the Bills here. Come on, come on. What do you think I am, a, a, a schmuck? Come on. Uh, and I also think the Bills are going to be pretty heavily flavored. So I will take Buffalo minus 7.5. Uh, oh, does that change if I told you that the Titans are at home? Uh, oh, sorry. Now it's 4.5. No, I'm kidding. It's still 7.5 points. <laughs> um, and I also think that this is going to be a high-scoring game, so give me a 53.5 over-under. Sam, what do you got? Lay it on uh, me, Sam. I'm picking the Bills to win. Mm, that's a hot take. Uh, yeah. That's a hot take. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, Bills are going to be 10-point favorites. Holy I don't God. like the Titans. Jesus I don't like the Titans. Christ. I just don't like them. And... The Titans are at home, so you think the Bills are 13 points better than the Titans? Yeah, I don't think... Well, I mean, I got yelled at for picking 15 points, and I don't... So I'm picking the highest that I think you'll not yell at me for. Well, I just yelled at you, so... Yeah, that didn't work, obviously. <laughs> you were wrong. Yeah. Uh, Over-under, uh, Sam? Over-under... 51 and a half. The over-under is 54. And the Bills, at home, just kidding, on the road, are five-point favorites, which is pretty funny because it's basically what Liam was, Liam line was, plus Mine's three at home. <laughs> Yeah, crap. I got baited. I got baited. Well played. Well played, Sam. You you won this week's. <laughs> oh, my God. He won this week's, and then he goes out and says the Bills are 10-point favorites. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. So that wraps up our matchups. Let's go over our parlay. We have the Miami Dolphins, Jacksonville Jaguars under 47. We have the Houston Texans and Indianapolis Colts under or over 43.5, sorry. And uh, the Colts to cover minus, or uh, the Colts to not cover minus 10. Said That's that. also known as Texans plus 10. Yeah, uh, so we have Houston covering and the over in that matchup. Uh, then we also have the Cleveland Browns minus three being not covered, a.k.a. the Cardinals will win and cover. Uh, we have the Dallas Cowboys covering their four-point spread. We believe that they will beat the Patriots. Go, boys. Four points. Go, and boys. Of course, we have the Seattle Seahawks beating the Pittsburgh Steelers and Go Gino. the four-and-a-half-point spread. So Gino all day. That wraps up our parlay of the week. Will, do we have a viewer question? We, unfortunately, do not have a viewer question. We do have a... Um, co-host request that Sam should take some medication and try to fix his delusional mindset. 
You will not get me to do it. Well, I'm a man of the people. That's oh god. What people? Uh, that yeah. what? people. That the people he sees in his head that don't actually yeah. exist. The people, the voices, the people in my head are telling me. The all all the voices telling him that at home teams are automatic three points better. Yeah. All right. So that wraps it up for today, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys enjoyed the show, and if you did, feel free to leave a like, a subscribe, or a review wherever you listen to Idiots on the Mic. And, of course, if you have a viewer question, you can submit it to idiotsonthemic at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at idiotsonthemic. Or go to Liam's house personally. Yeah, please yeah. please don't. Maybe don't. Yep. Yeah. His address is somewhere in the United States. Mm. Good luck. Good hunting. <laughs> Just knock on every door, and you'll find me eventually. And Mike Glennon, please stay alive yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Please, yeah. please do. All of us we we, here at we truly want you alive. I don't want you to win. No offense, I just don't like the Giants. But to have a pulse at the end of the game. It's a low bar. We, we, we have very low expectations for you. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope to see you next week. And this has been Idiots on the Mics. Thanks for tuning in. Adios.